sports fans to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Oh, it is indeed Matt Mosley. And it is the Matt Mosley Show. Aaron Sexton alongside, as always. Aaron's compiled all sorts of, I cannot imagine, the pile of papers on his desk. The man loves a printer. It's a good thing we have Sean Hunt, UBO Business Services, involved with our company. Copy services, streamlining. Now, I don't think they streamline paper because, my gosh, you still have to print these things out. And Aaron, each day... For people that don't know, he prints out all the stories he may need for the Morris Show and the Mosley Show. And he just goes right through it, prints everything out. It's a very old-school method. Aaron and I, even now, when we go to Sunday school, people uh, read the Bible from the phone. They just call their phone up. People read speeches from phones. I would imagine if they let the uh, valedictorians... Give a speech these days that would not be written out. It would be read right from the phone, uh, which would freak me out. I mean, I would want some form of paper in front of me. But kids today who are native to these machines, these phones, it's a different deal. But Aaron still likes to print everything out. And it still is a very, very necessary thing to have great printers that work. Thank you, UBO. Find out more about them on UBEO.com. Aaron, you like I, I used your weird habits to to uh, praise one of our sponsors? I, I would prefer to do it by phone, but it's, uh, it's kind of hard to yeah. toggle uh, between all those stories on the phone. And then we have two computer monitors in the studio, but yeah. they're both to my right. And the one where I can pull up. One is, uh, you know, the station commercial program, and then the other where I can pull up stories is too far away for me to read. So, yeah, have to do it well, old school. Yeah, I'd like to hear more about your toggling uh, efforts, but we we have to move on now, uh, and we've got a lot going on. Now, Aaron, let's go into the newsroom and let's both call up uh, our news sources. Because we got to get people caught up on the uh, baseball series. And, Aaron, while you're grabbing those scores, which you probably already have in front of you, uh, I would just like to say congratulations to the Oklahoma Sooners. They won another national softball championship 10-5 win over the Longhorns last night. Great run by the Longhorns. One of the first unseeded teams to ever make it to the final. And they did it. They were an unseated team. First ever, maybe? I don't know. I, I saw something. Yeah, that's amazing. That's amazing. And um, that was great to have Hoot on yesterday. Hoot Jonigan talking softball. Even Aaron last night. Aaron's not easy to impress, but Aaron was texting me saying, hey, man, that was a, that was a show today. Loved our guest. And uh, sometimes they just come together. And love Jesse Lopez. Aaron, have you noticed yesterday the, the North Texas people obviously liked 
us having their athletic director on, Ren Baker. He was funny. We got a lot of feedback from that. Steve Hoot Jonagan, always a fun guest. But I noticed that our China Spring crowd, I mean, we got all kinds of downloads, Aaron. Now, I think recently Matthew Meyer broke some kind of record for us. Now, we've had some that get a bunch of them. We had, um, because uh, we've had some breaking news on, but Matthew Meyer must be probably by now well over 2,000 downloads uh, from our from our folks that kind of look at things in the aftermath. But, Aaron, speaking of downloads, the China Spring folks were firing away at that interview we did with Jesse. And, Aaron, I, I, tried to, I tried, you know, as hard as I could to say I would pay for any kind of souvenirs or a, a cap or a, a, a t-shirt wind shirt whatever because i love that it's not carolina blue it's columbia blue that china spring has and aaron is only the china spring people can they are fixing me up and it looks like i'll have both a cap and a t-shirt aaron i know that's shocking that i might accept something um uh for free but i have tried here's what i'll do i will make a donation because uh, I want to keep this all the up and up. I don't want this to be one of those plug-o a payola. Aaron, you know Eminem Broadcasting is very serious about all those rules, okay? They will not let Tommy and I take anything. So I will be sending a donation to the uh, uh, to the China Spring program. But uh, I'm excited. I appreciate uh, uh, Keith Kirk. Keith does a great job out there, has for years with the Booster uh, Club. And then Jesse Lopez doing his thing. And Aaron didn't, for, I mean, you've seen now a picture of Jesse. When Jesse isn't smiling and he's got that handlebar mustache going, Aaron, that's not for the faint of heart. That is not a man to be uh, messed with. But uh, I will say now that we've had him on, very, very nice guy. So that was good yesterday. In the 5 o'clock hour today, we'll have Curtis Quillen at 420. At 5 o'clock, we had some breaking news today involving our new compadres from the American Athletic Conference, UCF, Cincinnati, and Houston. Aaron, you like it when I do that? Let's, let's, I like it when people say Cincinnati, but it is Cincinnati. We, we are aware of that, but I do love when people call it Cincinnati. But we're going to have uh, Sam Kahn Jr., broke some major news on that front earlier today. And when people break news, where do they want, Aaron? What show do they, what what platform do they usually seek to make sure that breaking news gets the most hits and likes? The Matt Mosley Show. Oh, you're right. You're right again. Right on the money. And then at 520, we're going to play a little bit. I think we got Tom and Ward's permission. But uh, Coach Shanafelt from Valley Mills. Valley Mills State Champions. I woke up today, Aaron, and I f- was feeling like a state champion. Now you might go, well, Mosley, you don't you don't live at Valley Mills. You don't live there. You didn't go to school there. I don't care. When one of our schools go does something like that, we all feel it and we all get excited. And Aaron, when we put those games on our air, much like Bosqueville's great run, and and now that Valley Mills was on our air, they're really we really claim them, okay? In fact, Aaron, I've been told that the state championship trophy will be on display at M&M Broadcasters. They're going to they're gonna let us put it. Aaron, do we have like a trophy case 
Have you do anything like that at the station? I have not. I don't. I can't remember I anything so. like that. We don't. I thought Paul had won a bunch of awards. I don't know. Okay, <laughs> maybe t- I guess he took them. <laughs> they're over. They they got them. They're listed on the internet now. All right. Uh, it is the Matt Mosley show. Aaron Sexton alongside. And uh, sometimes Aaron w- does not want to be alongside. He wants to distance <laughs> in case we get in trouble for some of these things. I, I think it's okay occasionally just to kind of yeah, mention we'll be- fun names. Oh, it, listen, these are our old friends. We didn't say the whole name. Uh, but it's fun, to, it's fun to be doing some radio today and uh, fun to uh, have a great lineup. And so the Valley Mills coach will be on with us. That's Coach Shanafelt. I like how uh, Tom says it, because I used to say Shanafelt, but when he says Shanafelt, I went that direction. We have an exclusive interview with Coach Shanafelt that was conducted this morning on Game Time, and we'll play some of that for you at 520 today, as well as getting you ready for a little something we call the NBA Finals. Aaron, I just want to make sure you don't think the Boston crowd will use those nasty words again, do you, toward Draymond Green? Surely, after <laughs> Draymond's wife uh, tweeted or whatever she did, Instagrammed about it and, and said how vile that was, surely the Boston people will will become, because even uh, Steve Kerr oh, said the whole the whole Warriors <laughs> franchise was clutching pearls over, over the Boston fans' language. Aaron, what is that? What is that saying? Mean? I don't know. It's 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 like uh... <laughs> you don't have to. I'm I'm okay. I just for some of our audience, you know, some it of is our, an older saying. I guess I, I know. I mean, some of our young women in the audience might be like, "What's what's Aaron talking about?" Pearls. Okay, we don't need to explain that one. Uh, it is a Friday, and that's the time we like to give wonderful mention to one of our great longtime sponsors, the Baylor Club. All right, we'll be back at the Baylor Club soon as we get toward the fall. That's when things heat up at the Baylor Club, Mike Mosel and his crew. But, Aaron, special word for Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram. You know, people have relationships with these car dealerships. We had a a relationship. One of my first sponsors uh, in, in the Central Texas was with a dealership out there, and still we have an unbelievable relationship with them. But at some point, I started working with Ted Teague. And, and then Ted figured, figured out that years ago, his wife was, was the dean when I was in law school. And she was, I think, I think Dean, dean Jackson may have been ready for me to leave that law school, okay? I was, not, I was not setting records. I do not believe I was on law review. But it's just a really cool family. Love Ted Teague. And, uh, and Aaron, while I'm talking here, just in talking about great legal minds, now, of course, I'm talking about Dean Jackson, not Ted. Now, Ted has a great mind, but it, and he, he knows numbers. But I don't know, I wouldn't say it's a, a great legal mind. Aaron, um, my father, John Mosley, uh, John D. Mosley, was honored today in Houston for 50 years in the Texas State Bar uh, of Texas, the, the State Bar of Texas, I should say. And this is, uh, of course, for all uh, 
lawyers, you want to practice in Texas, you got to pass the bar exam, then you become a member of the state bar of Texas, and you could do fun things. When I was a kid, sometimes they'd let me tag along, and I'd get to go to the events, the state bar convention, and we'd show up and do our thing and maybe go to the zoo. I don't know what we did. And then at some point I was kind of phased out of those trips. I think in your late 40s, Aaron, you're not really asked to go to the state bar convention trips with your with your parents, but um, uh, really cool deal. And uh, my dad and, and and several people, of course, that started in 1972. He got out of Baylor Law School in 1972 and went to uh, Kaufman, Texas, became a lawyer there with Floyd Shumpert and uh, Jack Morgan and part of the crew. But uh, today we are uh, celebrating my father 50 years and he's a heck of a lawyer, and he's still a lawyer. And in fact, he's a lead counsel for Trinity Valley Electric Co-op right there in my hometown, where I used to work, summer jobs at TVEC. Dad is now the general counsel uh, for TVEC. He was city attorney in Kaufman, Texas, for about 30 years. So anyway, a, uh, a hearty, they're usually listening, but they're driving, they're having to fly back from Houston, so I I doubt they're able to tune in, so. We'll, uh, Aaron, maybe we can send this to him later, send him a, a tribute. But, uh, Aaron, would you like to congratulate my father for 50 years uh, as an attorney in Texas? Absolutely. That's an amazing accomplishment. Very, very nice. And then uh, his buddy, Mike Holsher, was with him. And uh, Mike went to Baylor with him, Baylor Law School, also being honored for 50 years. And he is from, Aaron, somewhere in our listening, uh, our listening area, Rosebud Lot. Out at good old Rosebud, that area. Um, and uh, and so, anyway, shout out to Mike Holsher, Mike and Nita Holsher, longtime residents of Bryan College Station now. But uh, he has uh, put in 50 years. And that's the great thing. You know, doctors sometimes, Aaron, they have to, at uh, some point, they got to walk away. I mean, you know, you can only, you got to get your license. You know, you can only do surgeries for so many years. Lawyers. Um, I, I remember Joe Jamel, I think was his name. It's uh, big donor at university of Texas. He was a, he was a tremendous trial lawyer and he was still, he was still trying cases into his nineties, still in court trying cases. In fact, I believe he was Mac Brown's attorney. And I can't remember exactly, you know, Mac at the end of his time, there were some interesting things going on, but Joe Jamel and I think he uh, maybe represented some of those University of Texas players over the years that might. I know this will shock you, but some of them would occasionally get in trouble. Um, Aaron, last thing, the final score, speaking of the Longhorns, Texas today, the last one I saw, they were down 7-2 to two in uh, Greenville, North Carolina against uh, East Carolina. What was the final on that? Does that sound right? 13 to 7. Oh, okay, they did score a few runs. All right. Well, if so it, it did change from then. I think that was the 5th inning and they were down 7 to 2. 13-7. They they go down to ECU, East Carolina, and then um Aaron the last I looked, I love these when I'm giving you stuff that I saw 45 minutes ago. <laughs> Oklahoma was up 3 to nothing. Uh, in a game that played being played, the, that Super Regional is at Virginia Tech. What score that game? Uh, Oklahoma now leads that game 5-2 to two in the top of the seventh inning. 
5-2, top of the seventh, and uh, Virginia Tech right there in, Aaron, where would that be, Blacksburg? Is that where they play? Yes. But it uh, looked like a fun stadium, fun crowd. These crowds are great. And uh, I'm telling you, college baseball is on the come. Aaron, I, I saw it today. The Florida State, you can use this if you want later, but uh, the Florida State coach got fired, and it was his third year. And I, I looked, I was like, man, they must have had a bad year. No, they went to the NCAA regional, <laughs> and they were like 35 and 22, or 35 and 23. And they went to the regional, and they fired him. They ran him off. Now, maybe there's something we don't know about, but, Aaron, the, uh, the, the pressure on these coaches, now you can't have a down year. Ask Steve Rodriguez about that. I mean, you can't let a season get away from you, or uh, or you're you're out. And uh, that is the uh, that is the way this is going, and it's becoming a lot more like college basketball and uh, and football. All right, it is almost time for our 4:20 Friday segment. It's called Chillin' with Quillen. That's next. What a year for Baylor athletics. And Baylor ends Oklahoma's unbeaten season. The Bears snap the Sooners' winning streak at 17. Baylor wins in Big 12 play over Oklahoma. 27-14 the final score. It just means more when you beat a team like Oklahoma. From the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. Looking for something other than a tie this year for your gift to dad? Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond has received a new shipment of -of one-of-a-kind novelty gift items. Perfect for his man cave. They also have metal signs for inside and outside the home or office. And there is no better place to buy guns or unique rustic furniture for home or his office. It's the world's greatest western store. Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Voss. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. Hey, this is Tom Barfield with the ESPN Central Texas Morning Show. And I'm here to tell you that Hurley Benefits has played a big role in helping me and my family with all of our health, dental, and vision insurance needs. Don't have health insurance? I highly recommend you call the experienced and knowledgeable team at Hurley Benefits. They specialize in affordable life insurance, health insurance, dental and vision insurance, Medicare supplements, and much, much more. Check them out at HurleyBenefits.com. That's H-U-R-L-E-Y Benefits.com. This is ESPN Central Texas. Hi, this is Brian Reese, General Manager of Harley-Davidson of Waco again, inviting everyone to come see us. Spring is here, and it's time to get your knees in the breeze. All new 2021 bikes are on sale. We have 2022 models arriving daily with over 150 bikes to choose from and a huge selection of certified pre-owned Harleys as well. Harley-Davidson of Waco, located off of I-35 South and New Road, Harley-Davidson of Waco, where you'll never ride alone. Welcome Central Texas to BCP Real Estate Country. 
If you're looking for a real estate agency where the employees are professional, friendly, and knowledgeable, check out BCP Real Estate. Their agency has serviced Bosque County and the surrounding areas for over 30 years, and they specialize in farm and ranch property, residential, and commercial real estate. Any member of the BCP team can help you meet your objectives. Call them today, BCP Real Estate in Clifton, 254-675-3818, and at bosquecountyproperties.com. BCP says go Eagles! ESPN Central Texas is 1660 AM, 92.3 FM, and 100.9 FM. Looking for a great job with great pay and awesome benefits? Genco FCU is hiring. As a longtime Waco employer, Genco focuses on what matters most in our employees' lives, like pay incentives, bonuses, benefits, 401k plans, paid time off, advancement opportunities, medical, prescription, dental, and vision insurance, as well as short and long-term disability. Come join our incredible team today and make Genco your career that will work for you. Apply at GencoFCU.org or at any branch location. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham. Cunningham Realtor with Colwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weinstein with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Valley Mills won the 2A state championship over Shiner at a score of 4-2. It was the first state title for the Eagles since 1992. The UIL state championship continues this weekend in Round Rock. Temple offensive coordinator and associate head coach Josh Sadler is leaving to become the new head coach and campus coordinator at Colleen High School. Oklahoma softball the national champions again, sweeping Texas with a 10-5 win last night at the World Series. Tampa Bay takes a 3-2 lead in the East Finals, beating New York 3-1, game six tomorrow night. Houston Astros start a series with the Mariners tonight, 7-10 first pitch from Minute Maid. The Texas Rangers are in Chicago to start a weekend series with the White Sox, 7-10 first pitch, and you can catch that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Now time for chilling with Quillen. Oh man, people are people are kind of bobbing their heads, <laughs> starting to jump around a little bit throughout Central Texas. Put your hands together for Chillin' with Quillen. It is Curtis Quillen, Channel 6's own. And, uh, Curtis, we did get a sampling recently, by the way. Matt Lively uh, made his foray into the uh, onto the Matt Mosley show. And certainly a man that uh, has a huge passion for golf. And I needed some golf talk and all of that. But he did a, he did a nice job, so... Curtis, you continue to, to hire really uh, talented folks. I'm, I'm excited. Matt did a really nice job. He does a really nice job for us at Channel 6, and we're excited to see our department continue to grow here in the next few weeks as we get ready for football season. We're only, what, a month out from Big 12 Media Day? So we're only a month out from the soft opening of football season. Hard to believe, right? Yeah, and <laughs> I know we can't plan around everything in life, but I will be 
on a trip, sadly, during the uh, during those media days. And uh, I, I'm not always consulted on exactly when these things are planned. And, and uh, so that that's just going to have to happen. But uh, now, Curtis, do you have any insight as we get a little closer to finding out who the new commissioner is? Do you are, are any is any are you hearing any buzz? Is any is anybody is any uh, you heard any traction for any of these names that have been out there, or uh, are we just kind of all in the dark right now? I think we're all in the dark right now. I see some national reports that uh, they're going to go with someone external, but I kind of figured that that was the case from a conversation I had with Lawrence Skovinek, uh, the chair of the Big Twelve Board of Directors and the president of Texas Tech University. Uh, several weeks ago, shortly after the commissioner announced that he would step down. Um, and so I never really got the, I never really got the notion that they were going to move one of the big 12 presidents to that role, because I think college athletics has changed so rapidly in the past, you know, 12 to 15, even uh, 18 months that it just didn't make sense to go with someone who had been, in the traditional college athletic circle their entire career and was still trying to navigate the same issues as everybody else that doesn't really help to uh to it doesn't really help in said navigation if the person leading you doesn't really know what how to handle it either you know yeah i think that's uh i think that's accurate i mean it's going to take a unique individual I think the commissioner's job is, is remains a better job than being president of the NCAA. I do think yes. that is true, but um, but I would the say the NCAA, you're a human punching bag. You're the guy who has to well, take the fall for all of the presidents and ads who don't whose wants can't be made public, and so you have to be like that's who the commissioner works for. And so, like every you know, Mark Emmert was really bad in the public eye because he made because the NCAA could not find its path. But at the end of the day, if you understand what that NCAA president job is, he did that job perfectly. Well, just be a be a uh, whipping boy, I guess so. Pretty much. Although it, I would, I think it might be not a bad thing to follow somebody who is universally as hated as much as Mark Emmert, because even some of the people, you know, even the people like in the business, like the presidents and the ads, I don't think were ever singing his praises. So it, it might be a nice time to follow him. Curtis Quillen, Channel Six, NBC. Uh, joining us, and Curtis, we're the home to championships. I mean, there may, we need, may need Central Texas, may need a kind of a new slogan or something, because China Springs, you know, football state title. And then Valley Mills uh, goes and gets this uh, baseball state title. And by the way, China Spring was, uh, was right there, uh, you know, sitting there ready to get one. And and it just just barely came up short. We had Coach Lopez on yesterday. Uh, first of all, Curtis, a word, if you would, on uh, on Valley Mills, what they were able to accomplish, especially taking out a team that had a spotless record. I mean, you in, in baseball, you're going to have a bad day somewhere, and right. the bad day for that team came when they ran into Valley Mills. Yep. And, you know, I don't even think 
you know, I saw Valley Mills against Bosqueville last week, and the way that Valley Mills beat Bosqueville Thursday night in game one of that regional final had uh, a lot of us in the press box talking about, man, this could this could be a sweep. We could be standing here talking to Valley Mills tomorrow night about, you know, clinching a spot at state. And that wound up being what happened. Um, and I think it became very clear that, you know, if they beat Bosqueville the way they did, who's going to beat this team, right? Like, we're talking about a team that I believe only had two losses on the season and both were to Bosqueville during the regular season. They vegged both of those. And so um, a really good ball club and what they did, and the run they made, you know, because so much ink was spilt and so many words were spoken um, about the Bulldogs and their bid to get back to the state tournament, you know, I think it gave Valley Mills this uh, this ability to kind of go under the radar, especially not just within its own region, but in, in Class 2A. And so I know I certainly um, didn't see this coming when the season started. I thought we would be in for a really good regional final. But, man, I think the Eagles shocked everybody outside of their, their own town, and I mean that in a good way. And what they, what they did in Round Rock uh, yesterday was uh, nothing short of exceptional um, and deserves to be celebrated, and they have earned this. That, that was not an easy two-way state tournament bracket. It just wasn't. Uh, you hold off a really good new home squad, and then you beat a really good Shiner team, uh, Garrison, which always seems to be a threat in its own region there in region three uh, was back in round rock again. And so, you know, whoever won that four, that two a bracket was going to have been tested in round rock to do it. Um, and to be able to see Cooper Ewing have to leave the game because of cramps, the way he fought back onto the mound to win it. I mean, that's, that's the stuff of legends, Matt. It just is, it, and it's awesome. And uh, you know that town and that county has seen some uh, seen some heartbreak recently, and now they get you know something positive to celebrate. Yeah, I'm glad you brought up uh, Cooper Ewing. Uh, without the, even the shots that y'all had on uh, the TV and out there on social media of him being helped off the field uh, in, in, with his teammates, uh, even post celebration. Uh, I, I think uh, I think it was uh, tremendous, and also and also by the way, a word on Abbott making it as far as uh, as it did. That, that was, I mean, they, that team just ran into a buzzsaw, and I think that was uh, what do we call them, DeHannis, that they uh, that they ran into, and that may be kind of in your part of the world out there, uh, uh, mm-hmm. you know, somewhere in the in the shadows of San Antonio. But what a what a uh, what a season for Abbott as well. So. I think job well done when you can send uh, three of your folks from uh, from Central Texas. You know, a lot of times people from the Metroplex or Houston in certain uh, sports can be very dominant. But uh, we're talking about from a – and it's a large region, but it's still pretty amazing that um, that many – uh, excellent high-level baseball teams broke through. So I think it's something we can take a lot of pride in here in Central Texas. Oh, for sure. And you add in softball. I mean, how many teams in softball were in the regional final? You had Lorena, you had Lake Belton, you had uh, Crawford and Axtell. And so obviously of those four, you can only get up to three 
to state and the one that did get across that bridge uh, was able to win it all. And then, you know, you look at another one of those four that gets to that level and it's Lake Belton, who still doesn't have any, any seniors on campus right now. And, you know, they finally will come August. And so I think baseball, softball, I mean, it's up there with football, the level of play in this area of the state, just unbelievable. Uh, Abbott, like you said, ran into a buzzsaw. I don't think anybody was beating DeHannis. Uh, you know, the Cowboys and the Cowgirls have swept the baseball and softball titles for two years now in Class 1A. And so it's almost like when Mart was in the midst of that streak of state championships and that streak of state championship appearances, what was it, four straight berths at state, three state titles in a row before losing to Winthorst. You know, it's, you know, okay, it's Mart until it's not. Well, I think at this point in 1A, it's DeHannis until it's not. And Abbott just ran into a team that happened to be cooking like nobody else. I mean, when you – get dominated like that on that kind of stage. Part of it is you don't play well and they didn't, but the other part of it is just the other team is that much better. And so celebrate the wins. I mean, Abbott got to that stage for a reason. Abbott did not lose a game to a one, a opponent all season until it got to round rock. And that is a feat in itself. And it was as tested as anybody in the classification um, it opened the season with a 9-9 tie to the team that lost to DeHannis in the regional final. And so that's, that speaks to how good DeHannis is. And it speaks to, yes, Abbott was really good. DeHannis was just better. And it was just better by a wider margin on the day of the semifinal. And then China Spring, man. The heartbreak that Braden Faulkner and Jesse Lopez went through when, when Faulkner got plunked in the seventh instead of having an opportunity to get a hit with the game winning, with him representing the game winning run at the plate in the seventh inning, two outs, full count. Man, that, that is one of those moments as a kid you dream of, whether you wind up pursuing baseball or not. You know, late game, only down one or tie game and the ball's in your hands. And in this case, it was the bat was in Braden Faulkner's hands. I know the Cougars were heartbroken about it. And I, and I know that, you know, Lopez mentioned it after the game. Yeah, I would have loved to see, you know, Faulkner not get hit and have a chance to hit the ball. Um, but that's not what happened. Um, and so you have to wonder, was that just a really sloppy pitch from the Argyle pitcher, or was it calculated? Was it uh, – and I'm not saying like calculated like, oh, my God, I'm going to bean this guy, but like – Faulkner's a clutch dude. Like, you know, if I throw one inside and it just happens to graze him enough to put him on base, like, okay, we still get another batter, you know? And so that's my thought. That's what I, that's where my mind goes. But Argyle, you look at what Argyle did yesterday and Sinton was, it it was kind of like DeHannis in 1A. Sinton was just on another level in class 4A. Uh, Adrian Alanis comes and wins a state championship for the first time at Stinton since he played and wore the colors in 2002 um, and on the field where he helped lead the Longhorns to the 2005 national championship. And so like sometimes storylines just there's every reason it's because there's, you know, sports are magical like that. And it just—it sucks to be on the other side of some of these amazing stories. It all—it it just does. And I don't know that that will ever change. But I also think it's what makes some of these sports so unbelievably fun. 
Well, Curtis, uh, you make this segment unbelievably fun, and uh, we appreciate you, and we wish you. Uh, I, I, I hate to say it, uh, you're still allowed to do Chilling with Quillen next week if you'd like, but I think you're going to be extremely busy. So let me, uh, <laughs> let me, let me wish you a very happy uh, wedding day. It's coming up, and um, there'll be uh, lots of Oklahoma State pokes probably milling around. But uh, any any uh, final arrangements? Is everything taken care of? Are, are you uh, are you being called upon for any? Any last-minute uh, activities, or do you feel like everything's going to come together just fine? You know, everything's coming together pretty well. Uh, we had one little situation pop up that we were able to resolve. It was just that, uh, you know, a payment got lost in the mail going down to, to the San Antonio area, and so we were able to figure that out. And uh, that's something I was, that's a fire I was putting out earlier today. But, no, I'm really excited. This is going to be a lot of fun. Um, I get, you know, it's a week from today. I tie the knot and then, uh, I, I believe the joke that I've made here at the station is, uh, you know, next Friday, my tax filing status changes. And so, um, it'll be, it'll be a lot of fun. I'm excited. Uh, Shannon's unbelievable and she's been working really hard on some of the details, uh, with her being out for the summer. And so, you know, this is, this is a, an exciting time for the Quillen family. You know, I get married next, next week and my brother leaves for medical school next month. And so my parents are, I think my parents are on cloud nine and just ready to celebrate with everybody. And I know I'm excited to be done planning a wedding. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I bet. And, uh, appreciate you asking me to DJ the wedding. I'll be there kind of on the, you know, uh, <laughs> got a lot of tunes planned. I think it'll, I think everybody will really enjoy it. All right, Curtis, we will give you that week off and perhaps even, you know, the honeymoon. I don't know what the, all that will entail, but, uh, uh, whenever you're whenever you're ready, uh, you can come back to chilling with Quillen. Okay, <laughs> sounds good, Matt. Appreciate it. There he goes, Curtis Quillen, chilling with Quillen. We do it on Fridays, and Curtis is uh, is about to get married. So so exciting, and uh, his uh, wife has done most of the uh, heavy lifting, uh, and as Curtis uh, goes up and and does all his. Uh, his uh, nightly uh, uh, anchor work. All right. It's uh, Matt Mosley's show, uh, and we are pleased to be with you. Next, we have Campus Confidential. What does Aaron Sexton have in store for us? Find out next. Recently on Game Time. From the Dallas Cowboys broadcast team, Kyle Yeomans. Just because C.D. Lamb is two lockers closer to that Prescott doesn't mean he's going to have a 1,000 more yards and 50 more receptions. However, it is something that shows the torch has been passed. Amari Cooper is no longer here. It is C.D. Lamb's wide receiver room. He's the one that's expected to step up and put up big numbers. He's expected to take another step, and that's one of the first ways that they expect for that to happen. Game Time. Weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Hey guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair. I just got in trouble for putting a lifesaver in my mouth. It's the fifth one and he's diabetic. I spit the other two out. At me. Well, one at you and th- two in the trash and Rude. the one I got right now that you can't stand because I do this. Who's with me on that? We don't like to hear the crunching or the munching. Give us a call and talk about it. 254-235-4922. Or just call her up and just smack in her ear. Ask for Jana. She will go nuts. Do it. 235-4922 or crunchmonster.com. Fixitjimmy.com. I'm Kyle Tomlinson, general manager of Jeff Hunter Toyota. We offer a full selection of new and pre-owned vehicles. Stop by and see me or any of our team members for a great car at a fair price. 
Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality, Waco values. With so many companies and policies out there, it gets so confusing shopping for insurance, and I never know if I'm getting the policy that's right for me. Luckily, I met the team at the Nitchy Group Insurance Agency. With the Nitchy Group, you can go to one company and get access to coverage options from many insurance carriers, and you get to speak to a real person about your specific coverage needs. With the Nitchy Group, I know I'm getting the right coverage at the right price. If you need insurance, talk to the experts at the Nitchy Group at 1-800-258-8302. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. A lot of people, when they come in, they'll say, I'm usually much more active, but since I've been in pain, I've had to limit the activities I'm doing. You're listening to Janelle, an arch support specialist at the Good Feet Store. The next step is getting them in the right arch supports. After walking around with the arch supports, they'll feel much freer and lighter. Our goal is to have that long-term change for them to make sure that they're continuing to notice a difference in their life. Try them for yourself with a free fitting at the Good Feet Store. Good Feet Waco in Central Texas Marketplace across from Lazy Boy. Looking for something other than a tie this year for your gift to Dad? Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond has received a new shipment of -of one-of-a-kind novelty gift items, perfect for his man cave. They also have metal signs for inside and outside the home or office. And there is no better place to buy guns or unique rustic furniture for home or his office. It's the world's greatest Western store. Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco. Game time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. In the market for a new metal roof? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly, and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather, and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at Pioneer boys.com. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. They offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weinstein with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Valley Mills won the 2A state championship over Shiner at a score of 4-2. It was the first state title for the Eagles since 1992. The UIL state championship continues this weekend in Round Rock. Temple offensive coordinator and associate head coach Josh Sadler is leaving to become the new head coach and campus coordinator at Colleen High School. Oklahoma softball the national champions again, sweeping Texas with a 10-5 win last night at the World Series. Tampa Bay takes a 3-2 lead in the East Finals, beating New York 3-1, game six tomorrow night. Houston Astros start a series with the Mariners tonight, 7-10 first pitch from Minute Maid. The Texas Rangers are in Chicago to start a weekend series with the White Sox, 7-10 first pitch, and you can catch that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. 
Oh, it is Matt Mosley. Good to be with you, as always. As we sprint toward the 5 o'clock hour, it is time for Campus Confidential. A reminder, Sam Kahn Jr. from The Athletic will be on with us at 5 o'clock. He broke some news earlier today that uh, we'll share with you and uh, get his reaction. It involves uh, the new Big 12 members. That'll be uh, There was an official announcement that went out today that they will start in 2023. But first, let's turn it over to Aaron Sexton. And we will start with that story. As you mentioned, Sam Conn Jr. from The Athletic was the first to report that Cincinnati, Houston, and UCF will officially join the Big 12 in 2023. They were able to uh, come to terms with the American Athletic Conference on leaving the conference. They will each pay $18 million to exit the American. The schools had been paying a $10 million exit fee and four annual payments through 2024, and they've agreed to pay an additional $8 million per school, spread over 12 payments from 2025 to 2036 in order to leave the conference in 2023 and join the Big 12. So that means that all four of the new additions to the Big 12 will join and be part of the conference in 2023. The American kind of needed to get a deal done because they're adding UAB, Florida Atlantic, Charlotte, North Texas, Rice, and UT San Antonio from Conference USA in 2023. That's a lot of people you just mentioned. It is. <laughs> and we had the North Texas University of North Texas athletic director on yesterday. We're in Baker, and he was a lot of fun. But uh, UNT, I, AAC will still be pretty good, but they're losing three big-time members. Houston uh, has really become a fine program in several areas. Uh, men's basketball being the top area. UCF has had a, a really good football run in recent years. Cincinnati just made the, the playoff. Um, and so it, it's, a, uh, it's a really good uh, group that's coming in to match up with BYU. And people sometimes go, wait, why is BYU not being mentioned? Well, they'll be here. But they are independent, and so don't have to pay any kind of exit fees or anything like that. So that's why they're not being mentioned when we mention these uh, three. Now, the big question becomes, and we'll talk to Sam Kahn about this, is is there truly going to be a couple of years of 14 teams? Some think maybe 2023 there will, but then the next year – Texas and OU will find a way out. The Big 12 is not going to be in a in a particular. I I don't think even with the new commissioner, there's going to be some huge. I mean, they they still are owed a large amount of money on an exit fee, and it'll be, oh man, somewhere in the neighborhood of like 56 million dollars. I think it was. So I from from each uh, OU and Texas. So I don't, I don't think there's going to be a lot of give on that. Could they leave for somewhere in the neighborhood of 30 to $35 million? Maybe. Maybe. Will they stay and leave for nothing? I don't know. I really don't know. I, I think a lot of this is going to come down to TV and what TV might be willing to chip in to go ahead and get OU and Texas in that conference and to see what it would would be like now Aaron we got to get you know these schedules get planned out so far in advance we found out in COVID you can basically plan things within about two weeks 
with getting other teams on the schedule. So I think it proved how ridiculous some of that stuff is. But I'm uh, I'm fascinated to see what is about to take place. Uh, and, and I think now that these schools are officially coming in, we will see what OU in Texas can do about trying to negotiate a settlement uh, for an exit fee. Will the Big 12 even negotiate with them? My gut says probably so. Probably would at least listen, and there might be a number where they can leave. Aaron, are you excited about a year or two of a 14-team conference, or if a deal could be struck, would you be just fine with OU and Texas moving along? I would rather they come to some kind of agreement, and that way everybody can move on with their lives, so to speak. You know, Texas and Oklahoma can go to the SEC like they want, and the Big 12 can get started with their new members, and it would also give them a year of kind of establishing their footprints before they renegotiate their next media rights deal so they would have something concrete to show to media partners if that makes sense from the four new members and you know the the ratings that they get in football and basketball games and things like that so i think it'd work out best if if they could come to an agreement come to a price and and oklahoma and texas leave after this year but wouldn't it be fun for the conference oh, it would to send OU and Texas to some of those places? It would be great. You know, just, okay, this season you got to go to Provo, to Orlando. I mean, you know, Houston wouldn't be a big deal. But just uh, you got you to make them uh, Cincinnati. Got to make the trip to Cincinnati. And make them I mean, all that, 11 a.m. kickoffs. Oh, yeah. Make them. <laughs> make them. Uh, I mean, I, I, would, I would consider that if – they stay in the conference. I would not even let them have, Aaron, a home-and-home home with those teams. I would say in the last two years, you have to play all road games <laughs> in the Big 12. I think just make them, I'm on board. Make, them, make them stay on the road for all of that. What else do you have for us, sir? About a month ago, Texas running back B. John Robinson Struck an NIL deal that netted him a brand-new Lamborghini. Well, there are two more college football players that have pretty sweet new rides as of yesterday. One of them, Texas Longhorn freshman quarterback Queen Ewers, who has yet to take a snap but has made millions, and now he has a uh, he is the proud new owner of an Aston Martin thanks to an NIL deal. Uh, sophomore ex- receiver Xavier Worthy posted the new Aston Martin for viewers on social media earlier this week. Uh, this comes on the heel of him signing a deal with teammate Worthy, along with teammate Worthy, with the makers of Fortnite. And so uh, he continues to rack up the NIL deals, and he gets a new Aston Martin out of it. Meanwhile, Ohio State quarterback C.J. Stroud, he gets a pre-owned Bentley uh, off of his new NIL deal with Sorry, uh, Sarcioni Auto Gallery in Ohio. So uh, some pretty nice cars going to college athletes in NIL deals. Although I would play that up if I were Texas. Like that their, new, their guy got a – their running back got a new Lambo, new Lamborghini, and new Astro Martin – and at Ohio State, they're giving out pre-owned vehicles. 
They got, I mean, it got. Uh, I was talking Aaron. about that with John. I was like, really? A used Aston Martin? Yeah. No, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean I a used think. Bentley, excuse me. Yeah. I mean, I. Now, I wouldn't. I, I can't. I mean, it sounds like you're turning your nose up, but I would. I would no, I was drive a pre owned. I know. But I would drive a pre owned Bentley. But it's kind of funny for a the starting quarterback. We're going to give you a pre-owned vehicle. Aaron, did it say how many miles the Bentley had on it? It did not. I was told 200,000 miles. Really? (laughs) No. Oh, I was about to say that's a very pre-owned Bentley then. (laughs) Is there such a thing out there as as like a beater Bentley? I don't think so. could, could Could you say that about a Bentley? Hey, that's just a... You know, I did, <laughs> see, lemon. I did see a YouTube video on a guy who bought the cheapest Rolls Royce in America, and it was exactly that, an old kind of, as much as it could be, beater Rolls Royce. But I haven't seen one. I'll have to check and see if there's any like that on Bentleys. I would turn down the Bentley if it's out of warranty and, and, and they're not going to uh, say they'll pay for the repairs. I mean, can you imagine to get a Bentley repair? It's not exactly like you drive down Franklin and, and, and you're looking over there and go, oh, there's a Bentley place. Oh, Bentley repairs. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they got a Bentley repairs out on LaSalle. They got a good Bentley repair shop out there. No, I don't, uh, I don't think there's a lot of that. I'd look into this. If I were C.J. Stroud, I would get answers. I would say to the Satriani family, I don't think that's the name, but whatever you call them, the Saccionis, I would say, get get back in there and do better. Let's get a let's get an actual new vehicle. Now again, this guy could be I, the top pick in the draft next year. I got no problem with pre-owned vehicles. I think I've had them myself at some point. I had a my first car was an '84 Buick Century. Like a burgundy. Oh, man. Oh, I I wish that thing were still on the streets of Kaufman. (laughs) If I could get my hands on it, I would still be driving it. What a beautiful, what a great, that car really would run. Now, what year would I have had that 84 Buick Century? Well, that would have been 1990 or 91. You know, sometime around there when I turned 16. 89, probably 1990, I got a hold of an 84 Buick Century. Aaron, do you remember your first car? I do. It was the same year, but different make and model. I had an 84 Ford Tempo, a four-door, and I was very proud of it because it was my first car, obviously. Yeah. Put a lot of miles on it, and it was actually a really good car that kept up well until I decided to trade it in. 84 Ford Tempo. And you would have gotten it at about the same time, probably 1988 or 89 or yes. somewhere like that. That is really interesting. The tempo. Is the, does Ford still make um, – y'all can uh, – Mark Stewart may, may be able to answer this question if you're listening out there. Um, it is uh, two, uh, our uh, 254-662-1660. Is our, do they still make the Ford Tempo? I don't believe so. It was oh, very, no. very similar to the Ford Taurus. I mean, a little bit different in body design, but they were basically four-door sedans. And so I think they discontinued the Tempo to focus on the Taurus, which I think they've also discontinued now. 
I'll tell you what the Ford, what Ford made that was an interesting vehicle, and the uh, the the girl I was dating at the time drove one of these. Her family um, family was you know successful builder in the area there in Kaufman, and uh, got her a to go off to college in go off to Texas Tech. They got her the Probe, the Ford Probe. Aaron, did you ever oh, know anybody who those. drove a Probe? Yeah, I knew a couple of people in high school that had Probes. Would we call those a sports car? I mean, it was kind of a sleek little vehicle. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was not a, that was not like a, for, you know, a Grand Marquis or a, or a Ford, you know, Taurus. That was a probe would get out there and get after it a little bit. The old probe, as red probe. Christy Bobovec. All right, Aaron, uh, it is the uh, Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. And uh, we uh, continue on. Let's talk to Sam Kahn Jr. from The Athletic. We'll do it next. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Hi, this is Brian Reese, General Manager of Harley-Davidson of Waco again, inviting everyone to come see us. Spring is here, and it's time to get your knees in the breeze. All new 2021 bikes are on sale. We have 2022 models arriving daily with over 150 bikes to choose from and a huge selection of certified pre-owned Harleys as well. Harley-Davidson of Waco, located off of I-35 South and New Road, Harley-Davidson of Waco, where you'll never ride alone. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Flinging a green and gold worldwide on the web at SyntechSportsFan.com. Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fuels. Call Nick at 675-8107. Or look for Myatt Fuels on Facebook. Some things never change, like the commitment to service and protection the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency has offered since 1949. Whether you're needing a new business policy to get your operations up and running, adding cyber liability for a remote workforce, or if you're needing to pause your current coverage, our team is here for the protection you need when you need it. Whatever your coverage needs, talk to the experts that care. Call the Nitsche Group to discuss your personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs at 1-800-258-8302. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. Find sports news, streaming, and show podcast at SyntechSportsFan.com. 
Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their Town West or Downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. Listen up. If you take pride in your lawn, you need to mow with the best, Gravely. The made in the USA, perfect cut quality grass devour and beast of the zero turns. Gravely residential mowers are built just as tough as their commercial machines with comfort and features you won't find on other mowers. Mow with perfection. Get yourself a Gravely. The full line of Gravely residential mowers is available at Landscape Supply. Come visit our new 10,000 square foot showroom in Spiegelville for the largest selection of outdoor power equipment. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Myatt Fuels, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. Audience Matt Mosley. Thank you, Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, for what you do. Ted Teague, the entire staff, great fleet of vehicles out there. And I'm sure they would have a a, a pre-owned Bentley. If you really needed a, a Bentley, I bet they could come up with something. Sam Conn Jr. joining us now from The Athletic. And, uh, Sam, I was uh, interested in the story you had earlier today, but I was just talking about that car dealership, and I was thinking about some of these deals that are happening with University of Texas players. We got an Aston Martin. I think we have a Lamborghini involved. And now Ohio State with a Bentley. Now, which of, which of these deals, Sam, are you most impressed with? Of all these, which, which way would you lean in the luxury car category of all these uh, deals that have gone down? Uh, I'm most impressed by the Lamborghini uh, because that I don't, I don't know very many people who have a Lamborghini. I, I've only seen a handful of them on the road over the years. Uh, I mean, certainly the Bentley and Aston Martin are pretty impressive too. I will tell you if I was, a, if, if I was getting an NIL deal right now at my ripe age of 40, I would take the Aston Martin. I, I don't. I don't think I'd have any business in a Lamborghini. I don't know that I would be able to get in and out of it very efficiently. But an Aston Martin would be <laughs> certainly something that I could see myself uh, driving down the street in for sure. Yeah, yeah. I tell you, I think um, if you just keep doing what you're doing at the Athletic, uh, Sam, that's where it's <laughs> headed. Okay. I can promise you I didn't get into journalism for the money, my friend. <laughs> Any uh, option you need. Yeah, yeah. Anybody that does that is uh, going to be uh, sadly mistaken. Although, you know, if you stay after it for a while, you never know what can happen. Now, the uh, the story you had today uh, about the, uh, the new schools coming into the Big 12, and you came up with the money that they were going to – and that, that was really interesting to me, um, the uh, – the you know we kind of knew what it might be what the we you know they always have the exit fee but of course then if you leave early when you first heard this 
$18 million buyouts, of course, for each of those three schools. Um, that'll be paid out over 14 years. What was your initial thought? I, because I think when you see how long they have, I mean, $18 million is $18 million. I mean, it's a lot of money. But still, um, it seems somewhat reasonable to me. And I was almost a little surprised that um, that they they kind of gave them that long of a period to do that over. It seemed like Oresco, you know, I guess what happens is sometimes, Sam, uh, people calm down, they're ready for the next thing, and so they, they're a little bit tired of maybe haggling and fighting over money. Yeah, and and there was definitely, uh, not I don't want to say a hard deadline, but there, this, the, the schools that are leaving to go to the Big 12 definitely wanted to get this done uh, this summer. That they, they did not want this lingering into the football season or even next year because they want, once the football season is over, January, February, they want to be looking toward, okay, we are now in 2023 and we are, we're going to be members in July 2023. So that, I think all parties, and the American obviously is bringing in new members too, and they, I think they want to expedite that. So I think that all makes sense. The, the figure didn't surprise me a ton. Uh, I, I thought it would be a little higher, but you know, like you said, it, they're they're only getting out four months early or three months early because twenty-seven month notice from last September would have put them in December twenty twenty-three. So they're asking July twenty twenty-three. So I guess that's about five six five months early. So it's not a huge, uh, you know, it's not a huge inconvenience for them leaving you know, 23 months or 22 months of the both 27 months. But I am, like you, very surprised that they're getting that much time to pay it out because the first $10 million is going to be – they've already started paying the $10 million and they're in four installments over four years. So, so that has already kind of undergone. That's already in the process. And so that will be wrapped up by 2025. And then from 2025 on – They'll get 12 years to pay the $8 million. And that, to me, I mean, Matt, you know, college football changes has changed a lot in the last three or four years. Heck, it's changed a lot in the last 12 months. I don't know what college football is going to look like in 12 years. and, and yeah, But, yeah, they're going to be paying Houston and UCF and Cincinnati are going to pay the last installments of their uh, exit to the American Athletic Conference, apparently, in in uh, 2035, 2036, <laughs> I guess. So that to me is just a little surprising to say the least. And I think for those schools that are leading, I think these are really favorable terms for them. And certainly I think about as good as you can expect, certainly better than I would expect. Yeah, if something happens to that conference, uh, I think they'll be looking to maybe discontinue some of those payments. Or you could make the <laughs> argument that if the conference – doesn't even if it hangs in there in some ways but you could say well this isn't the conference we agreed with like say a couple of them bolt could you then go back in there and make the argument well no we we this is the group of conference we this is the conference we thought we were doing the deal with you've had unt and smu and others now jump into the big 12 this is a different conference so again that'll be for the lawyers to uh, to figure out at some point how do you think today's news impacts, if if at all, uh, OU in Texas? I, I I noticed our buddies that uh, cover those schools immediately were like, "Okay, here we go. Let's get our lawyers fired up and 
and um, let's let's be playing. Uh, let's let's get this all taken care of and be playing in the SEC by 2023. Well, I mean, if you were going to do that, you really didn't want to wait till today to start that. But is the thought of a 14-team conference for a couple of years? How do you think that sits with OU and UT officials? And how how hard do you think they will try to find an early exit? I, yeah, I think they still are going to try to, to get out early. And at, at this point, like you said, as late as we are in the game now, we're you know we're we're only a couple of months from football season starting. I, I would I would imagine that the earliest they can get out is probably 2024. Uh, you know, you never say never. I mean, these things these things can change and they're very fluid. And and we always know in realignment you can never rule anything out. But it, it, it's a very different relationship, I think, or different dynamic with the Big 12 and Texas and OU than it is with the three departing schools, Houston, UCF, Cincinnati, and American, because they're moving. You know, those those places are moving on, but there's a lot more money at stake in this big 12 deal because the, that grant of rights that they, that Texas and OU signed along with everybody else back in 2012, that thing is pretty ironclad. And, and the big 12 is not in any position to be willing or, or not in any position to give up money that it, that it has coming to it. Uh, it's going to need every dollar that it, that it, that it's owed and it wants to get every dollar. That it's owed. And uh, part of this also too, I think is what factors into this is the big 12 commissioner searches. Uh, I, I don't. I can't imagine that there's going to be a ton of a movement in this area until a commissioner is in place. Uh, certainly, they've got to figure out scheduling for for a 14 team league in 2023. I don't imagine that Texas and OU want to be in the Big 12 any any longer than they have to. But you've got to pay up, and it's a lot of money that you've got to pay up because of that grant of rights. You know, the, the media rights uh, that they paid out. I guess it's 42 million this year. So. You know, whatever when they leave, they have to pay whatever the equivalent of the media rights that are remaining of on the contract. Essentially, the media rights remain with the conference. That's what essentially what the grant of rights is. So you're forfeiting basically forty million dollars a year for every year that you leave early. So it, it, you know, those both Oklahoma and Texas are very well off programs, but not well enough to, well off enough to say, yeah, we could just flush forty million down the toilet. It's that's a lot of money, and I think if they if they do end up coming to a settlement at any point, clearly I would guess 2024, but I am not ruling out the possibility that this thing goes all the way to 2025. Well, sir, they just won a softball national championship at OU. They are flush with money, okay? So it's, <laughs> it's gonna, everything's going to be okay. Sam Con Jr. from The Athletic joining the Matt Mosley Show, ESP in Central Texas. Are you excited about Big 12 Media Days and the fact that they have provided now this uh, this timeline, uh, seemingly that they feel like a commissioner uh, will be in place for Big 12 Media Days? It's kind of funny that that's the. It's almost like, well, we need to have somebody in place to to deal with the media. <laughs> I mean, I would, <laughs> you you usually we're the last of their concerns. Now again, maybe they want to. Maybe that's you know something you got to have deadlines. You got to you got to try for things, and maybe that was just a a nice deadline kind of hanging out there. Do you have any sense for like how how much how narrowed down this has to be? Because if they truly want a commissioner in place by early or the middle of next month, that you would think it wouldn't wait till like the thirteenth. They'd probably have it early in July. I 
I mean, you got to think they're starting to really narrow this thing down. What kind of feel for do you have for this timeline? Yeah, yeah, I, th- I think you know, we still got what? Yeah, like a little bit more than a month till Big Twelve Media Days, and, and I don't think they're going to rush it. They they ultimately want to find the right person for it, and I think that's part of the debate that's going on in this conference is uh, to what degree, what, what type of person do we need? To, to what degree do we want expertise? in the media rights world, how much do we want them to be familiar with the NCAA and, and the current issues facing it? And I think definitely the conference is leaning in that direction of wanting somebody who's more got a better grasp of what's going on because of how much landscape has changed and because of what the future may hold in, in college football. So, uh, but yeah, I, I, I think there's still plenty of time in my opinion and, yeah, I think certainly at some point, you know, this this whole thing has gone on for a little while, and and the realignment stuff has gone on for a while, a little while. I'm sure folks want to go on vacation, so it'll probably be behooves them to do that or do this rather sooner rather than later. Because uh, if you don't get your vacation by early July, then then you ain't getting one because football season starts in August. So, uh, so I can't imagine it's going to be too much longer. All right, and can you uh, can you shed any light on the uh, Baylor baseball coach uh, search for us? I mean, you're a man of many hats. You love to you love to dig in on football. Lots of different football stories involved in the uh, in the Big Twelve and and really the state of Texas. But uh, have you uh, have you at least kept an ear to the ground on possible baseball coaches? I know that. You know, a U of H program, you know that they've, they've had some success there. I am sort of curious, by the way, these new teams coming in, which one has the best baseball program? We, st- we think so much about football and a little bit about basketball, and I don't think we probably put much thought into baseball. Um, I guess the one you would know about is Houston. Is, that, is, uh, is Houston remain a pretty strong program? They've they've been kind of up and down. Uh, that you know when when Todd Whitting took over, I think it was 2011. They they were they were in a rebuilding sense, and then they they had made some runs and got to NCAA tournaments for a few consecutive years. And then they've kind of, they've kind of been on that cusp of a team that can get to the tournament. Uh, not, not necessarily someone that's been in it consistently, but but certainly has the potential to get there and and or potential contenders conference. Uh, but so they're, they've got a pretty Houston's got a pretty decent college baseball history, certainly. And and Houston is a area that's that's got a lot of college baseball. I mean, the high school baseball talent. I mean, we know the state of Texas. It's, Texas is a hotbed for baseball talent, just like it is for track, just like it is for football, just not for any, anything else you want to find. There's there's a lot of athletes, good high school athletes down here. So. Um, is this a program in good shape? They've done a really good job of definitely from an infrastructure standpoint with that program. They've, uh, you know, they, they've got a, re- I was just driving by there. I was over there about a week ago and I saw their new baseball facility that they have, which I think has got like team training facility and all that stuff in it out in left field. And it's, it's big and it's beautiful. Uh, they, they, so they've done a good job of investing in that program for sure. So I think, uh, they're, they're definitely a competitive program. I think they will be continue to be, but, yeah, now now that college football is a 12-month-a-year sport, you know, thanks to the transfer portal, thanks to NIL, thanks to rules changes happening every every month or so, uh, that is pretty much what I spend my time on. I, I haven't I haven't delved into baseball a ton uh, in the last year, definitely since I've been the athletic. When I was at ESPN, I used to cover college baseball about this time of year when we got to regionals, super regionals, and around that time. But uh, you know, ever since I got to the athletic, it's 
you know, that realignment thing happened and, and the portal happened and NIL happened and yeah. everything else. And now I write about college football 12 months a year. So it's, uh, that's pretty much my, that's pretty much my job. That's pretty much what I focus on. So it doesn't I mean, leave a lot of time for ourselves. I, I did watch the softball world college world series though. That was, fun. that was fun to watch Oklahoma. Yeah. I mean, what an unbelievable team. If you want to diversify again, I do know some of your editors, Sam, I'm happy to reach out to them and tell them that you're, you're kind of wanting to kind of get get involved in baseball again. I'm happy to do that on your behalf. <laughs> Who was the? Uh, by the way, I got I got plenty. I promise you, I got plenty on my plate right now. What What was the uh, in your in your estimation this in the state of Texas? You were just talking about portal, foot back to football. Um, of of the non, I'm not talking about University of Texas and the Power Five. Who of SMU and the rest of the crew, UNT, whoever. Um, who would you say, even Texas State, whoever, UTSA, all the ones that come to mind, who had the, who got the most impact guys um, in the transfer portal football-wise? Who, who really stands out in your mind? Obviously, under Sonny, uh, SMU did quite a bit of work in the portal. And I didn't know if um, your Rhett's getting it was getting in there a little bit late. I'm just wondering who really stood out to you as far as some of those group of five teams in Texas for their portal work. Yeah, definitely SMU. Uh, you know, since Rhett Lashley took over, they've done a fantastic job in that area. Uh, they they got some really big time got a lot of bounce backs. You know, the I think typical model just like. SMU did under Sonny Dykes, just like Houston has done under Dana Holgerson. A lot of bounce back guys, guys that are from the area that went to school out of state elsewhere. Uh, that's been the that's been pretty much SMU's focus. They got Kamar Wheaton, the running back from Alabama. Uh, that was a really big get for them. Uh, Jake Bailey, a really talented receiver from Rice. Uh, they got they they added him into the mix. Uh, they've got they, they did a, David RBR, Cavante Dixon, a few a few guys from Texas. Uh, from that Texas roster that they got, uh, th- that'll be really good additions for them. They got a, a tackle from Georgia, Owen Condon. They got a SMU really did a good job in the portal. I think they ended up bringing I think 14 or 15 transfers in all told. Uh, so so they've done a fantastic job on that front. TCU has done a solid job for sure. Uh, you know, Sunday they brought in uh, Jerry Wiley, the tight end uh, from, from Texas. Uh, they, they've done a good job in the portal. And so, like I said, Sunny has had that. Uh, that model since he was at SMU and he brought it over to TCU. Uh, they, they, they've been able to get some good guys, uh, you know, they, and uh, Alan Ali, their offensive lineman who they had at SMU who was a starter over there. That was a good addition for them up front. So TCU's done a good job. And, you know, quietly, North Texas has done a really good job of late. Uh, they got Grant Gunnell, who uh, is Texas high school football passing yards record holder. Uh, he, he was at Arizona, starter at Arizona for a little bit under Kevin Sumlin. Uh, was at Memphis last year. Gunnell came in, uh, and he's going to compete for that starting job at Texas. They got Latrell Neville, a receiver from Houston, who uh, was at Nebraska last year. Uh, he, he was a pretty decent recruit in the 2021 class. So, uh, and that those fill some some need areas, uh, particularly for North Texas, because they've got uh, they've got some guys coming back. They've got stable coaching staff. It looks like you know first time they've in a while. They've had both coordinators coming back. So. Uh, they, they've done a good job in Houston, like you said. Uh, Houston has done a really, really good job uh, getting getting Cody Jackson, the receiver from Oklahoma. They've got uh, Sam Brown from West Virginia. They got a, they got a lot of different guys as well. So Dana Holgerson has done a great job in the portal as well. They the, all those schools are following, like I said, that same 
idea of, hey, we have a guy that we recruited that we have a relationship with that went elsewhere. Let's go get him and get him to come back. If if he's not happy or if he's homesick or if he, he just isn't getting the playing time, uh, you know, let's go do that. That Houston, Lucas Coley, the quarterback from uh, from San Antonio, he was at Arkansas. Uh, that was that was uh, Daniel Hogan's strategy with with Foley. He he had they had recruited him out of high school. He ended up going to Arkansas because he wanted to play in the SEC, but but then decided, hey, uh, maybe I have an opportunity to play a little bit quicker in Houston. So Coley probably goes into the Big Twelve as the favorite to be their starter next year when Clay Tune graduates. So uh, th- th- those are probably the four teams that I look at that have done a really really good job this uh, this offseason portal. Excellent work, Sam. I mean, you had all that on the top of your head. I mean, we we occasionally have to look things up on my show <laughs> and to have someone who has instant recall of that. Now, you'll be happy to know Ren Baker, UNTAD, was on the program yesterday. So he was breaking it down with us and – we were kind of going over everything with that program. But, um, you know, Latrell's an interesting guy to watch because he he came on strong early, and that program is flatlined a little bit and um, or at least just kind of been up and down, and they kind of need to get that thing rolling again. Sam, have a, uh, have a great weekend. Appreciate you uh, being on with us, and uh, c- congrats on another uh, nice scoop this morning. Thank you so much. Appreciate you having me. Have a good weekend. Okay, there you go. Sam Kahn Jr. from The Athletic joining us on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, as we sprint toward the weekend. Appreciate everybody who has us on as they're driving home. Aaron, I'm sorry. I didn't know, you know, we, we ended up kind of having some really good time there with Sam, and he just, I mean, have you ever heard so much portal talk in your life? I thought, Aaron, I thought you were probably there taking notes. You love the portal. Did you were you able to copy some of that down? I'm gonna have to actually. I was, but there was so much. I'm gonna have to actually re-listen <laughs> to it. <laughs> he had a lot of lot of information. A lot, lot of information. Okay, that's what we try to bring you. This is a extremely informative show. Not really from the hosts, but spe, spe, you know from the guests for sure. All right, Aaron. It is um, it is time. I, I'm excited about this. Valley Mills wins a state title. Let's hear from the Valley Mills coach. Let's do it next. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. The thing about having a naked truck is that you get exposed for the equipment you don't have. Take, for example, your rear end. If you don't have anything back there, you're exposed about what you don't have, and that's a life. However, if you cover that rear end with a hitch, you're telling the world, hey, I got a little junk in my uh, bed, and I'm ready to pull something. A camper, RV, boat, trailer, jet skis, heck, even a bike rack. A hitch says, I have a life beyond driving my truck to and from work. And Pickup Outfitters is the place to get a hitch for your truck, SUV, van, even some cars. We sell and install just about any kind of hitch you need. Receiver hitches from light to heavyweight to pull just about anything. And gooseneck hitches and fifth wheels when you're ready to pull the heavy stuff. And don't forget trailer and brake controller wiring. It's so important to have wiring professionally and correctly installed by the pros at Pickup Outfitters. So it's time to cover that gaping hole in the rear end of your truck with a hitch. 
installed by Pickup Outfitters. Check us out online at createacommotion.com. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. Mike Terry Auto Group is proud to serve Central Texas with the best deals on new and used cars, auto service, and community involvement. With over seven brands of vehicles, you're sure to find your new ride from Mike Terry Auto Group. Check out their Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram dealership in Hillsboro and the Chevy Buick GMC dealership in Mahia. At any Mike Terry dealership, they will pay over the price of Kelly Blue Book for your trade-in and accept all creditors. Check out their website at mterryautogroup.com to see the value of your trade-in and browse their inventory. Head over to Mike Terry Auto Dealership today and find someone you can trust. No matter the season, there's always work to do. Tools and equipment from Valley Mills Feed and Hardware always makes your farm and ranch jobs easier. They are an official Husqvarna dealer, offering a full line of their products, parts, and repair. Valley Mills Feed and Hardware services all brands of outdoor power equipment and is also your Bosque County go-to for guns and ammo. Valley Mills Feed and Hardware, 707 Avenue C in Valley Mills and at vmfeedandhardware.com. At UBO Business Services, we understand that digital transformation is the integration of digital technology into all areas of a business, fundamentally changing how you operate and deliver value to your customers. By letting UBO Business Services identify and remedy inefficient paper and email-based business processes, we can help your organization grow by 20 to 30% without adding any additional headcount. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. ESPN Central Texas is your home of the Texas Rangers. Ranch Restoration LLC has been putting ranches back into production for over 15 years. With over 40 years of combined experience, they achieved this by doing a land inventory for the landowner. Some landowners want wildlife or cattle habitats, property management, water development, ranch roads, brush clearing, or grass planting. Ranch Restoration LLC is insured and is a certified contractor for NRCS, and references are available. Call Billy today at 254-749-1689 or check him out on Facebook. What do John Morris, Kirk Watson, Maxine Hart, Walter Abercrombie, Martha Lou Scott, Michael Hyatt, and Robert Darden all have in common? They've each been interviewed on Bear Line's Direct Line Conversation Series. You can hear from these outstanding bears and many, many more with a subscription to Baylor Line Insider. This is your all-access pass to the best content in the Baylor family. Subscribe today at BaylorLine.com slash KRZI. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weicher with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Hurley Benefit Services. Valley Mills won the 2A state championship over Shiner at a score of 4-2. It was the first state title for the Eagles since 1992. The UIL State Championship continues this weekend in Round Rock. Temple offensive coordinator and associate head coach Josh Sadler is leaving to become the new head coach and campus coordinator at Colleen High School. Oklahoma softball the national champions again, sweeping Texas with a 10-5 win last night at the World Series. Tampa Bay takes a 3-2 lead in the East Finals, beating New York 3-1, game six tomorrow night. Houston Astros start a series with the Mariners tonight, 7-10 first pitch from Minute Maid. The Texas Rangers are in Chicago to start a weekend series with the White Sox, 7-10 first pitch, and you can catch that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Oh, it's Matt Mosley showing a Friday. Appreciate you, Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram.
Very exciting uh, time. We've got a lot of things going on. Uh, baseball season, softball season wrapping up. Valley Mills wrapped its season up with a state title. And what, an ex- what a great scene that was. Doug Shanafelt, his guys, they've been ex- uh, so excited. And then, of course, China Spring made it all the way. And we were celebrating them yesterday. Had Jesse Lopez on, the coach. And uh, I've got some Columbia Blue swag coming my way. I'll be rocking some China Spring. But um, Valley Mills, they get the thing done. We've been also celebrating what Crawford did at the state championship. They got a win, and uh, Ward White was there. We were with Valley Mills, had the uh, games on ESP in Central Texas. For some reason, folks still love having their games on the radio. And uh, it's always fun to, to, to have those. Tom and Lark did a great job uh, monitoring that and doing that game. And we wanted to, uh, earlier today on that game time program, Ward, White, uh, Tom Barfield is involved. Uh, they're both involved. And so they had a, a chance to catch up with Doug Shanafelt, the, uh, who just, I mean, what an exciting time for him state title and he was on their show this morning wanted to let you hear a little bit of that interview here it is head coach of the valley mills eagles the victorious state champion valley mills eagles doug schoenfeld uh, with us saying coach first of all good morning and congratulations good morning and thank you and and truly thank you for following us around and and getting the word out and we we really appreciate it oh we had fun with that i can assure you uh you've had a a, i guess a little time to maybe uh get get by yourself for a second and kind of reflect just your thoughts on how your team performed yesterday uh and some adverse conditions it was hot and and you're playing a quality opponent and there's a lot at stake and all those things after you kind of put all that together what was what were your, your your just your basic thoughts on how your club performed yesterday? Well, I mean, we we won, and 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 you know that's something that our goals were to win a state championship, and 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 just really and truthfully sitting down and and thinking. I got on the back of the bus and sat with the seniors and and just talked to them about the season and. Just, just kind of a lot of life stuff, and and got home and talked to my wife till late about everything I could think of. Just, the, just any and everything that, that happened this season. It's just, it was just amazing, and all the little things just keep coming into my into my mind. I want her to write a book about it because I don't think anybody would believe the things that happened. Talking with. Uh... The uh, head head uh, baseball coach at Valley Mills, Doug Schoenfeld. D- Doug, what was the key blow in your mind? The uh, the Kuligowski, uh, uh triple where he where he drove in a couple of runs, and they had just scored to take a one nothing lead, and then you turn around the next half inning and answer that, and then add two to it. Uh, was that kind of the key knock for you in in your mind? You know, at the at the point that it happened, that it was exactly what I thought. All right, we we we've got our our swagger back. We've got our confidence back, and and, and it it was just kind of a take a breath moment. And all right, we're all right. Talking with uh, Doug Schoenfeld as the uh, Valley Mills Eagles win it uh, over over Shiner. Talk a little bit about Cooper Ewing, and, and I know it's a team game, but man, oh man, 
uh, was that kid special, particularly yesterday. Uh, and you had to come in uh, day before yesterday and, and close it out uh, for for uh, Perez. But uh, yesterday, with with everything that was going on, the heat and, and the cramps and all, all that stuff, uh, the kid was just he was it was just one of those special days for him. I think. Well, I, I think it's been a, a special year for for him and, and and you know and a lot of kids and like you said, I mean he can't he couldn't do it alone and, and no one can but but just the uh, you know the the, the four o'clock game and the, the twelve o'clock game and the heat and, it, and we knew we knew it was going to be hot and you know kids are kids and I don't think they hydrate as much as they they, they should and and it, but but just the I mean, just looking at him before the game started, his face was red. He was sweating already a whole lot, and and I was worried about him. And I talked to him between the innings, but you know the the, the trainer for Dell, they're the ones that said he couldn't he couldn't come back in, and I told him get fluids get ready for the last inning because he had 26 pitches left. And, 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 and you know, he, he wouldn't – because of the, the weather, I don't think he was 100% on top of the game, but he was pretty darn close. And he fought like – I just – I can't believe his – it's like Kirk Gibson moment where he's just, I'm going to get this done. And, and, he, and, he, and he did. And he wanted back out there bad that last inning. Coach, what does that say about your team's intestinal fortitude, the way they came – into this tournament with the opportunity to win a state championship, the route that you had to take going into the region finals, facing a team that you that you knew very well in Bosqueville and being able to, you know, overcome that and, and have an opportunity to get to Round Rock. And then you face an undefeated team in Shiner in the state championship and your team just stayed steady throughout the course. You know, I, I, I told them in the, in the second or – I think it was in the second inning, and I, we got together on the sideline, and and I told them then, it's ordained by God that this is going to happen. They believed. They they knew it was going to happen, and we, it's just let's let's just let's just do what we do and 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 get it done. And and I, I honestly, you can look in people's eyes and you can see what they believe, and and, and I saw it then, I saw it all year. I. I I love these kids, and and I love everything about them. And they're, they're they knew it. They they believed, and that's all I ask about four weeks ago. Just believe. You know, you, one of the things that you and I talked about, uh, I think, uh, not only was it quote a business trip, you were going down there to play and and to compete and to, and to try to win a state championship, but it was also a reward in 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 a great reward for a tremendous season and and there's a balance there isn't there coach where you want the kids to enjoy the experience but also be prepared to play the game so that the experience will be a, a, a very positive one as well I, I, I've been lucky enough to be there a few times and the, the first time it was it was it was just it was 1990 it was just like we're there let's go have fun and, and I thought that's the worst thing I could have could have thought about. And the, the second time it was it was well, right, let's get our business done. And I, I think this time was 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 let's have some fun, let's enjoy it. I don't know how many times I said soak it up, 
but it's it's also hey, we're not going a day early. We're going to stay here. We're going to sleep in our beds. We're going to have practice, and we're going to go down there and get to get it done uh, on the on the on the work side. And I, I probably said, and this came from my son, be the hardest working to a baseball team in the state of Texas and good things are going to happen. And it, they did. They, and they believed and we did get the reward. It's sitting about two feet from me on my, on the, on the chair. <laughs> hey coach, I know, I know it's been a whirlwind the last uh, 72 hours or so. We appreciate your time so much. Thanks so much again. Congratulations. And, and uh, a job well done for Valley Mills Baseball, and we appreciate your time this morning. Thank you, Tom. Thank you very much for everything y'all have done for us. Appreciate it very much. You bet. Have a great day. Uh, Doug, Doug Schoenfeld, the uh, head baseball coach of the Valley Mills Eagles. And there it was. Uh, Doug Schoenfeld, appreciate that. And uh, Tom and Ward conducting that interview early this morning. And it's just uh, very exciting to see Valley Mills when it, we talked about uh, the what China Spring has been able to accomplish, Crawford softball, Lake Belton, Lorena, the list Abbott, it, the list goes on and on. Our local schools just uh, had tremendous success in softball and baseball. Uh, Bosqueville as well. We had a great run with Bosqueville doing their games. And uh, just, I mean, you cannot... I hate to even start mentioning them because I'll leave somebody out. But we had some great runs, uh, both softball and uh, baseball. Midway had had a nice run this season. So there's a lot of different directions there, and we appreciate everybody on that front. Now, tonight we do have the NBA Finals. It's game four. There's been controversy. We love controversy when it comes to talk radio. Part of it is this crowd, these mean old Boston people, they're kind of crusty. They will use foul language from time to time. These are not things we say at McLean Stadium. These are not things we say at Farrell. Maybe at this new Foster Pavilion we'll use stronger, coarser language, but maybe we won't. Maybe we'll still continue our mission, and uh, we'll try to try to use um, – Words of praise. Just support the team. But, uh, Aaron, this was the the Warriors after that game the other night. Steve Kerr with a sarcastic kind of stay classy Boston. <laughs> thought that was real classy. He he kind of pulled an anchor man on us. Clay Thompson had some kind of funny, he was a little quirky with it. And he talked about what they do and what they're like. And, and he, he didn't think there was much class shown. And then Draymond Green's wife went all in on the Boston fans. And there was talk about how there's a lot of little kids at the games. I think Clay brought that up. I, I got to say, you know, I you live and learn. I used to love, you know, I took my daughter to a lot of games. She was growing up and this, that. And you just know, if you, you know, there's, there, there used to be like going to Rangers games that were like family sections where you knew you weren't going to hear things. I mean, I think I remember being a kid and, and having some unruly fan, and my dad was no shrinking violet, former college football player. I think he, he did not put up with it. But in an in a arena full of people where the beer is flowing, I don't think they're going to look, look around and go, uh-oh, there's a kid in our section. I don't think I'll say this F-word chant. 
I think we'll I think we'll hold off. There's I saw a little kid in the section earlier. That's not how people operate when they go to games. Nor should we all of a sudden demand or think, oh, fans are going to be great. You just got to make that decision. Would I take a little kid to an NBA playoff game? Uh, I would think about it. I'd have to think hard about it. I'd have to think about where I was sitting. Uh, I don't know if there's anywhere safe at those things. You go to a Cowboys game with a little kid. Or is there a chance you're going to have some drunk in your section? Yes. Is there a chance you could have a drunk in your section at a Baylor game? Absolutely. They could come right in from the tailgate area. But I, I don't think you get to suddenly, when you're Draymond Green and you're constantly jawing and complaining and screaming at the officials, so much so that they don't even tee him up anymore because they're so used to it. I don't know if you can really get that mad at the fans. Now, Draymond has been an enormous part of the Warriors' success. They have a chance now. If they win the championship, Aaron, what would that be? Five of the last eight finals or four of the last eight? It may be four of the last eight finals they've won. It is an incredible run that they've been on. You might say, well, they had... They had uh, uh, Kevin, they had KD for some of it. Yes, I do think they won a couple with him. I know they already had won (coughs) before he got there. They had won at least one without him, Uh, maybe two. And there was one they should have won, but, of course, Draymond got kicked out of a game, and he was suspended for the next game. And that lost them the series. I do not sense that a lot of people feel sorry for Draymond or his wife. Do we hope that people are nice around kids and don't spill beer and all those things? Yes, we do. Are we going overboard to think that fans are, you know, are the Boston fans that much worse than the Mavs fans or the Pacers fans or, you know, Rockets fans? The answer to that is yes. (laughs) They probably are a little worse. (laughs) Uh, but it is what it is. It's the NBA finals. It's kind of off putting to be sitting there listening to that and to be hearing F bombs dropped in a chant. But I, you know what, Aaron, if you don't want your kids to hear that chant during a game, I guess you could send them out of the room or send them to bed. Game's going to be probably eight o'clock tonight. Some of these games are at seven. I, I, I don't know, Aaron, you may know probably at eight o'clock. Send the kids, send the kids to bed. I mean, I I don't, I I don't think we can sit here and oh my gosh, they're cussing at a game. Okay, I'm all for not cussing. I don't cuss on this show, but I don't think we can control a whole crowd and for to scold everybody. That's a little much. I think we're getting a little carried away. All right, it is the uh, the Matt Mosley show. We have just a couple minutes left to say goodbye to you. We'll do that next in the dismount. The Voice of the Bears, John Morris, weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas.
Mother's Day just passed, and now we honor dads and grads. At Morrison's Gifts, we have the perfect gift for the special folks on your list. Choose a personalized John Hart travel kit, shave kit, luggage, or accessories. Dads would love the selection of award-winning barbecue rubs. And for the grad, Consuela, Capri Blue, and the world's softest socks. Bring in his favorite bottle of wine, and we will custom design a gift basket to go around it. As always, free gift wrapping and shipping anywhere. Morrison's Gifts at the corner of Waco Drive and Valley Mills Drive next to Jason's Deli. Hi, this is Brian Reese, General Manager of Harley-Davidson of Waco again, inviting everyone to come see us. Spring is here, and it's time to get your knees in the breeze. All new 2021 bikes are on sale. We have 2022 models arriving daily with over 150 bikes to choose from and a huge selection of certified pre-owned Harleys as well. Harley-Davidson of Waco, located off of I-35 South and New Road, Harley-Davidson of Waco, where you'll never ride alone. Looking for something other than a tie this year for your gift to dad? Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond has received a new shipment of one-of-a-kind novelty gift items, perfect for his man cave. They also have metal signs for inside and outside the home or office. And there is no better place to buy guns or unique rustic furniture for home or his office. It's the world's greatest Western store. Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe, ranging from one half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects, such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H braces, fence posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at PioneerBoys.com. Hopkins Oil Company is proud of the students, faculty, staff, and administration of Valley Mills Independent School District and wishes the Eagles and Lady Eagles all the best on the field, court, or diamond. Established in 1962, Hopkins Oil Company of Crawford is the oldest running wholesale fuel and lubricant distributor in Central Texas. Locally owned and operated by Jeff and Molly Bays, open 24-7, Hopkins Oil Company has a proud tradition of quality products and outstanding customer service. If you'd like to learn more about Hopkins Oil Company, call Brad Cox at 254-486-0123. This is ESPN Central Texas. Plumbing repair or installation for your home or business nowadays is a huge investment, so customers want the job done correctly the first time. Remember to call Smelser Plumbing the next time you need an estimate. With Smelser Plumbing, you'll get 24-hour certified service from a professional plumber with extensive experience. So whether it's drain cleaning, sewer or pipe repair, water heater repair and installation, gas and propane line service, or a major leak, contact Smelser Plumbing, 254-749-7955 and at SmelserPlumbing.com. In my podcast, Your Money in a Cup of Joe, we talk money management, investments, and retirement in a Q&A style format, helping to break down complicated topics. I'm Joe Kaleo with the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. Look for Your Money in a Cup of Joe on our website or Spotify. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Radio Sports Center. 
I'm Ward Weicher with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Hurley Benefit Services. Valley Mills won the 2A state championship over Shiner at a score of 4-2. It was the first state title for the Eagles since 1992. The UIL state championship continues this weekend in Round Rock. Temple offensive coordinator and associate head coach Josh Sadler is leaving to become the new head coach and campus coordinator at Colleen High School. Oklahoma softball are the national champions again, sweeping Texas with a 10-5 win last night at the World Series. Tampa Bay takes a 3-2 lead in the East Finals, beating New York 3-1, game six tomorrow night. Houston Astros start a series with the Mariners tonight, 7-10 first pitch from Minute Maid. The Texas Rangers are in Chicago to start a weekend series with the White Sox, 7-10 first pitch, and you can catch that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for the dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. On is the uh, dismount. Got to say good night to you. We had uh, some portal news, and uh, Aaron, I think we, I don't know if we discussed this earlier or not, the uh, Texas guard, Courtney Ramey, showed up in the uh, the portal we knew that but i i was um i was kind of interested aaron I'm trying to think if i sent this to you earlier today courtney ramey um ends up going in the uh, transfer and he comes out the other side to arizona arizona really good program this year and one of the number one seeds that was bounced out of the uh, ncaa tournament but that new guy that came over from Gonzaga has done a tremendous job at Arizona. They lost a lot of players to the NBA draft, but Courtney Ramey, the University of Texas guard, has transferred to Arizona. Uh, Ramey chose Arizona over West Virginia and others. St. Louis native averaged 10 points in 128 career games for the Longhorns. A little bit of uh, Longhorns news for you. Texas loses 13-7 to East Carolina. This would be enormous for the Pirates if they could make it to the College World Series. It means a ton to them. They're not very good in basketball, not very good in football, have a pretty good baseball program, and they're hosting this thing. It's a wild place. Aaron, I watched one scene from that game and it was uh, two Texas players at the wall and it looked like they had a chance to make the play. They both missed it. The ball bounced off of them into the stands for a home run and East Carolina was going crazy. OU gets the win. OU uh, also gets a win 5-4 over Virginia Tech. Have a great weekend. We will talk to you soon. Good night everybody. This is the Big 12 Buzz, a daily look inside Big 12 athletics. Here again is the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris. Hi, everybody. It's time to check a Big 12 athletics on today's Spectrum Big 12.